0: to the Finer Things. My name is Lisa and this is Wes and today we are talking about support networks.
1: Live from the Members Only Cigar Lodge.
0: That's right.
1: In beautiful Akron, Ohio. Uh, what are you smoking today, Lisa?
0: I have a Perdomo Reserve Champagne Noir. Perdomo! They had an event here at the Cigar Lodge last week and it... I got a ton of cigars.
1: Well, and they're not bad cigars. No, I mean, I've no got the uh, Perdomo uh, Sun Grown uh, 20th Anniversary, which is delicious. Nice. It's uh, not too harsh. It's got a nice little uh, taste to it. Sun Grown cigars, for me at least, tend to be nicotine heavy. And uh, so, how's the Noir? You made a uh, it's dark a visceral reaction when she fir- when Lisa first lit that cigar.
0: I think I got punched in the face. <laughs> Cheers. What do you have in the day? This is. Let me grab the bottle. This is a Dalmore Cigar Malt Reserve. Ooh. This is not a cheap scotch.
1: <laughs> well, I've been here the finer things. You're not a cheap girl, are you, Lisa? No, I am not. I've got the uh, Dal Winnie 15 single malt. Very, very good. Nice little subtle notes there. It's very smooth. Very smooth. Um, it goes well with the sun grown. A cigar and uh it's like we were going to talk about our support groups uh you know, building up your own support group i mean that's the whole idea to be successful in life in fact uh the reason we have the ability to have some time on our hands today is that lisa had her first ever trial today
0: not exactly
1: <laughs> she was on right. a
0: few different counts but close enough
1: so part of the thing of building your support group is uh knowing what you're good at knowing what you're not good at and more importantly Asking the hardest thing to do in the human condition, and that is, I need help.
0: So, that's a really big thing. And I think, for me, this is kind of how I knew I made it in life. Things are, you know, I had a fairly chaotic time in my life. I've had a few of them. And you learn to rely on yourself, and you learn that so much. That you never ask anybody for help. And when you're able to finally step back and be vulnerable, that vulnerability is saying, Hey, I'm in a place where I'm good enough that I can admit I need help from other people.
1: And that's a big step. I mean, especially as being an attorney. I mean, you don't Mm -hmm. know everything. But uh, uh, we have the ability to ask others for help. So anyway, she had her uh, first ever... Criminal jury trial set. Again,
0: not exactly. But. For
1: this morning. Uh, and she asked my help to ride along second chair. And it's, I'm m- more than glad to help.
0: And I appreciate it very much. This is not, I don't do tons of criminal work. And most of mine is more on the civil side. And so when I get a criminal case, it's definitely outside of my normal element. But Wes does this fairly
1: often. Bread and butter. Yep. So, but yeah, she, uh, based upon Lisa's hard work and effort, uh, she got a negotiated plea agreement where a felony charge, uh, which is a serious charge that carries the potential for prison, uh, was reduced to a misdemeanor charge, which uh, the maximum penalty, uh, and this is public record, that's why we can talk about it, um, and the maximum penalty that uh, Lisa's client now faces was 90 days in county jail. So based upon uh, Lisa's hard work, working the case, and negotiating prowess, she got ready to go to trial, buckled down, and got the results. And that's super important.
0: And, you know, I'll go ahead and admit, it's, it brings up a certain nervousness, you know, especially when this is not an area that I normally practice in. And that's why I went to him and I said, hey, look, I need a hand. So, give me another example of your support networks in life because it's not always necessarily about being vulnerable sure that's the first step but
1: well the yeah first you gotta admit you know what you know and you know you don't know what you don't know sure i mean and it's tough to say and look in the mirror you know i don't know this so and back to the greeks uh, to be wise is to know thyself and if you know that you are you know you're not a good task manager, and you know you don't like details, and you're like the thirty thousand foot view. Then you've got to know somebody in your life and have somebody in your life that's really detail oriented, right? Because you complement each other, uh, and then vice versa. If you're very very detail oriented and you get into the nitty gritty, then you need somebody to step you away from the trees and say, "Okay, you saw the tree. Now let's check check out the forest." Mm-hmm. Um, and you, and that, that's part of the thing is that self-reflection process. I mean, what am I good at? I'm really good at time management or I'm terrible at time management and, uh, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And knowing those qualities, especially um, going through life, I mean, you'll get those uh, – to know what your qualities are and what you aren't good at. And that goes for business and what your sure. vocation is. I mean, that's super helpful. The other thing is, I mean, especially with your friends, your group of friends, mm-hmm. your, your group of friends should be cheering you on. I mean, nobody – I mean. It, Girl, girls and boys are different. I mean, guys can bust each other's chops, and that's a that's a version of it. But every, yeah,
0: but guys kind of seem to have this unspoken understanding that if you're doing that to another guy, it kind of means, "Hey, I love you, man." Whereas girls, we tend to just come out and say, "Oh, I love you, sweetie."
1: Sweetie, and
0: it's you know, that's just the difference between the sexes,
1: right? Well, it, it, using your group of friends, I mean. They're the ones rooting for you. They're the ones that you're in the mm-hmm. corner. I mean, everybody's got a friend they can call if they need help. And if you don't, I mean, that's uh, that's not good. I mean, you need to be able to find those th- people. Uh, and that's what friendship is. I mean, nobody's sure. um, nobody's joyous when you fail because everybody fails. Sure. I mean, that's the common trait that of humanity is everybody's going to fail. So if you are got the ability to be with uh, people that you like, that you can stand, and that are have your best interests in mind, I mean, you're halfway there. Yeah. I mean, you're halfway there. And the trouble is you got to figure out who those people are. Sure. And then how you can integrate with them with your life. I mean, because everybody's different. I mean, a lot of people are in different extracurricular activities and mm-hmm. do various different things. I mean, cigars and scotch.
0: Amen. Amen. Big, Amen. Cheers.
1: It's a big deal. So, mm, 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 mm,
0: So how is your cigar and scotch?
1: The Winnie has got a nice little... Subtle vanilla. I, mean, I
0: didn't think it was that subtle. I only smelled it. I'm going to have a sip after this. But. Yeah,
1: the taste, I mean, it, it's very subtle. It's very smooth. Not a harsh aftertaste. I okay. mean, it's 15 years, so you're not going to... It's in between the 12 and the 18s, so it's not as harsh as when a 12 might be as far mm-hmm. as the aftertaste, but it's not as smooth as an 18 would be. It's a good price point for uh, single malt scotch. Sure. Uh, it's the highest distillery in scotland from what uh, i'm told so as far as elevation i know if that matters we <laughs> didn't we didn't talk about elevation when it came to the the process but uh
0: can't say i know a lot
1: about it but it's good i would recommend it Perdono yeah. the prodomo 20th anniversary again grown. so it's got a, um, a, a nice little nicotine uh, bump because it's a darker wrapper uh, on the scale of brown i mean it's it's brown a little dark brown, it whereas brown. it's you, a
0: very medium brown.
1: Whereas your cigar is a chocolate brown, I mean, that's... yeah,
0: this a dark chocolate <laughs> brown, and it's a dark chocolate leathery kind of taste. My scotch,
1: noir, it's the Perdomo noir,
0: yeah. My scotch is very intense. I mean, it's an intense cigar, it's an intense scotch. This is not necessarily the cigar that I wanted to smoke, but I did want to drink this, and I knew the one that I wanted to smoke would not pair well with it. It was just going to melt away into nothingness. I wouldn't even taste a cigar, and how sad is that?
1: Well, and that goes to what we've been talking about, you know thyself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you knew what we were trying to do, and you knew what you liked, and you knew, okay, I've got a potent single malt here, and I've got a potent, I need a potent cigar, and you made the right choice, and now you can... Enjoy the full flavors there. I mean,
0: truthfully, I need, like, a steak in front of me. This is heavy scotch, heavy cigar. I just need, like, that heavy meal to go with it, and then life is good.
1: Life is good. So walk walk me through, Lisa. Sure. Some of your support group. I mean, what do you, with your group of friends, Mm -hmm. what kind of, I mean, what kind of treats do they help you with and everything else like that?
0: Um... To a large part, it's just, they're cheering for me, like you said. They, and it's not necessarily that I need that from them, but I know it's there anyway. And just being able, I guess, to say, man, I'm having a rough day. This is really stressing me out. And having someone there behind me saying, I got your back, girl. How about you?
1: Well, that's a, that's super important. As far as my support group is concerned, I mean, you always have your professional support group and your profe- uh, personal support group because, yep. I mean, lawyers are different. Uh, that's always important. The other thing is that, uh, you know, my personal friends, it's same kind of thing. I mean, we give each other a bunch of uh, uh, hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we give each other uh, a very hard time on occasion, but it, it's very helpful. And, and that's the commonality of, okay, I got your back. You know, we're a crew, we're squad, as right. it were. Um, and, and just being able to say, hey, you know, I'm going through a tough day. Right. No big deal. No big deal. You, you know.
0: Reciprocating. When one of my friends is having a bad day, when someone has, I'm thinking to a friend that had somebody at her work say some negative things about her professionally. And I was like, all right, let me know whose name I need to kick. I mean, I'm putting on my heavy rings right now. Gonna go get some butt.
1: Put the heavy boots on. So and, and it's that attitude, and the, like uh, Lisa said, I mean, the, part of the finer things is the reciprocities because uh, nobody, everybody has a friend that just takes and takes and takes. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got a friend, and uh, I would wager to say not everybody wants to hang out with that person. Sure. All the time, and they're okay with them occasionally. But uh, you know, the more you give, the more you get, as the uh, adage and the it's not necessarily a platitude. It's a matter of uh, thinking, you know, okay, how do I, you know, like for instance, just using Lisa's example today, I was like, well, how can I help Lisa? And I knew uh, I do a lot more trials than she does, and I'm very comfortable in the courtroom setting, and I know what's going to happen. I know uh, a lot of the fine nuances where Lisa's just walking through the Rose Garden for the first time, right. and that's okay because uh, by me helping her out, I know that she's, she can't screw it up. right? And that provides Lisa the opportunity to say, I can't screw this up.
0: Right. And I still have all of the nervousness, all of those type of feelings. Those don't necessarily go away. And we talked before the trial and after it. And as a lawyer, those feelings shouldn't necessarily go away. We want to do our best for our client, especially in a criminal setting where.
1: Incarceration is a real possibility.
0: Yeah. If we screw up, My client goes to jail. They, their life goes on hold and it has repercussions throughout the rest of their life. That weighs heavily on me, whereas Wes has made his peace with it. And I don't, I don't necessarily understand how, but I'm glad he does because he was there to coach me and there to say, you can't screw this up. I've got you.
1: Right. And that, I mean, that, and that goes to the building the support group as you've and it'll take some time. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no time limit here. I mean, you have to identify those individuals, and you've got to meet people through your various social circles. So, if you are into cats, and you know, there's a cat support group, right. or you're into crocheting, and they meet on a Tuesday. I mean, there's book clubs. Oh and yeah. Whatever whatever your cup of tea is, I mean, you're gonna have uh, the ability to meet like minded individuals who share an activity with you, and then have the ability to then through that activity, you can then identify okay. Here's this person. Right. You know, and then if they're helpful and whatnot, and they have the same easygoing attitude, you can go from there and create those friendships. I mean, you know, there's no, by thinking there's no time limit, you're not in a rush.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, let me tell the story about how Wes and I met. I was still in law school, and he came in as a guest speaker, and...
1: Haven't been back since, so thanks, Lisa.
0: (laughs) I wrecked it for everybody. Um... He came in, and he was just, he had on a fedora, and I'm like, who is this guy? Starts laying out money on the table, and he's like, this is what you're going to make per case. And then I'm definitely like, what in the world? Who is this guy? He starts talking about how he smokes cigars and drinks scotch, and so I shoot him off an email. And I said, hey, what's your brand of cigars? I smoke two. And he's like, Come out to lunch with me. And I'm thinking, wow. Okay. There's no harm in saying yes to this. So I go have lunch with him. He introduces me to several judges.
1: Um, who happen to be having lunch at the yeah, same Yeah, at the same
0: place. And as a law student, this is not somebody I have access to. We don't hang with the judges. And so Wes is just introducing me to them. And then... I don't see him until after I'm licensed as a lawyer for like six months. By that point, we run into each other at the Bar Association Christmas party and kind of reintroduce ourselves. And then I saw him, I think a few weeks after that. I'm like, all right, hey, when are we going to go have cigars? We've been talking about it for a few years now, very, very sporadically. But when are we going to do this? And so eventually we did, and now it's turned into a weekly thing, at
1: least. Well, you know, and that's the whole idea. And don't be afraid to ask. I mean, that's the yeah that's the moral of Lisa's story. I think is that uh, you know she'll correct me if I'm wrong, but don't be afraid to ask. I mean, you people who know what they're doing and are, are willing to help. I mean, I've not met at least at least within our context of a right. lawyer in this area. It's very difficult to find somebody who's not willing to help you.
0: I have met at least one, but it is extremely rare. Um, And I've done exactly the same thing with other people that have contacted me as Wes did for me. That's the other part. I guess my point in it, you're absolutely right, but my point was that it does take time to build these networks. I didn't speak with Wes for, God, like a year and a half. And
1: well, yeah, and part of that is just being the training to become a lawyer. I mean, it, right? It just takes time. You can't produce a lawyer overnight.
0: Right? We are Scotch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I mean, it just takes it takes years. It just takes years, and then mm-hmm. you got to pass a test. So, but it, you know, in a non-lawyer context, I mean, everybody everybody has a professional goal. I mean, you've got a professional goal at work, uh, and so you know that there's somebody within your organization that you may be jealous of them because they're killing it, and. Mm-hmm. And I am that way too with other two attorneys who are just killing it or making sure getting those big cases and everything else like that. Now, do I wish them ill will? No, not at all. No, I am merely jealous because I'm like, how do I get that? And then so it, it motivates you to say, okay, this is what I like to do. I really like my job. I'm in this position, but the person that's killing it, what are they doing different than me? What here's the easiest thing to do? Why don't you ask? Right. It could be as simple as that.
0: And when I sent that email, it really was the thought of, Well, what's he gonna do? What is the very worst that's gonna come out of this? He's not gonna respond. Okay. Right. right. And the cost I don't get responses all the time. Okay.
1: And the cost for an email is in free. this in this day and age is yeah. minimal on time, effort, and energy. And it, right. especially with how quickly you can research where somebody is, and especially if this is within your own organization. Uh, you can know, be like, hey, you know, this person um, is really doing very well. Okay, is it the education that I'm missing? You know, there's right. what am I not doing? And then and, and being able to look at yourself in the mirror and honestly say, I, I need to improve in this area. Sure. I mean, that's a big step. Put whatever ego you may or may not have aside and say, this is what I got to do. Right. And then you talk to somebody who's done it or is currently doing it. Right. And you, copy and paste.
0: So let's take the scenario, what if I did talk to somebody and I'm looking for help and I realize they're completely off the rocker, the advice that they gave me, it worked out for them and maybe maybe that was sheer luck, maybe it's who they know, whatever it is, that advice cannot work for me. Okay. Now you know what doesn't work for you. You've still gained information.
1: Correct, and the and the always what always works, and the problem with that it always works is because nobody wants to do it. It's the elbow grease. Yeah, it's the hard work. It is, and there's no shortcuts for it. I mean, how do you, like we talked about uh, on one of the previous podcasts? I mean, how do you make 15 year old scotch? Well, you gotta wait. 15 years. Well, you put a whole lot of
0: hard work into it before (laughs) that.
1: Right, and then you've got to wait. And then you develop it. Right, you've got to wait 15 years. So it's a constant uh, developmental process, and especially in this day and age. There are so many different programs and universities and colleges and vocational skills that are online that are like face-to-face through Skype or with a very low cost of entry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now we're in the beginning of the new year. A lot of people are, you know, in you the gym and everything else like that. I mean, how do you lose weight? Well, there there's a thousand different weight oh, loss. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, there's an entire, there's a billion-dollar industry on weight loss. At least. Uh, yeah, for weight loss and, what, and training and whatnot. And one of the hardest things is that you go to a gym and you work out. And how, what substitute can you place on working out at a gym? Right. You can't. I mean, I,
0: you know, speaking from personal experience, I have lost a significant amount of weight. What did it was just the sheer determination, the sticking with it. The stick the, the, oh my God, I'm standing in the grocery store crying because I can't eat any of this food. All I want is a bag of chips. And yes, I'm going to eat that whole bag of chips no, if no, I no, get no, my no, hands no. on it. And deciding, no, go home, have my little cry, get over it, continue on. And I did. And, you know, it worked out great for me.
1: Well, and mentally, that's important because we all have mental adversities. I mean, with that inner dialogue, that inner monologue where, like we talked about, uh, you know, you got to get up in the morning. You know, Lisa Mm -hmm. said, well, I just jump right out. Yep. You know, some people ease into the day. I mean, it, it, it's you've got to know yourself. Yeah. You mean that's, for me, the
0: day is not going to get any better if I lay there. The <laughs> alarm's just going to keep yelling at me.
1: Right, and and that's how you know yourself. I mean, and, and, and making an honest appraisal of yourself uh, and looking at the mirror. I mean, just by doing that
0: mm-hmm.
1: puts you ahead of the game because you're owning whatever you got going on. Right. Because it, nobody's perfect. No everybody's got a flaw. Yep. And that's okay. And then you've got a friend and a support group that you're, they know that. I mean, they know your flaws. They know you. I mean, right. they know. Right. That's why they're your friends.
0: I guess that's the other big part. Go ahead and admit that you make errors. You do. Go ahead and admit it. There's no shame in that. I can't count the number of times every single day that I fail at something. Maybe I don't get all of the dishes done. Maybe it's something as simple as that. Maybe it's, I do lose a case that I really wanted to win. I hoped I would pull out something, and I just couldn't get it there. And, you know, that happens.
1: I'm getting to the uh, middle of my Perdomo here, and it's it still hasn't changed. Good. Very smooth, got a nice light aftertaste of that, you, it, like a sun-grown... Like, if you ever had a sun-grown tomato, Mm -hmm. uh, you can tell the... It's just got that taste. Yeah. It's almost like you can taste, not necessarily the burnt, but you can tell uh, the sun and that harshness. And harshness just a little bit, nothing too fancy. How's that going?
0: Well, mine has changed, but I'm not so sure that the cigar changed as much as I did. Um, It was very intense, like I said, and... I think it's more that I've gotten used to it. I'm about maybe halfway-ish through it.
1: And it's good.
0: It's good, yeah. It's would, just it's you have not subtle. Oh, yeah. I've got several more in my locker. <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
0: There was an event. I bought cigars. I currently have a stock of probably roughly 100.
1: And that's why you should come down to the cigar lodge here in beautiful Akron, Ohio, Mm -hmm. and this is our plug for the Cigar Lodge. Uh, Get a locker. You get discounts when you buy cigars, and especially when they have events, you have the ability to um, buy, like, a box at a reduced rate.
0: Oh, I'm telling you, this event, they loaded me up. So if you bought a box, you got eight free cigars, a hat, a really nice baseball cap, and it's got a built-in bottle opener on it. Got a, a, kind uh, of snazzy, and a $50 lighter.
1: And a license plate holder. And a license plate let's holder. Let's not shy. I forgot the, about the license
0: plate holder. Yeah,
1: let's plate shy plate. away from the uh, license plate holder. <laughs> I got my
0: Marine Corps one on the back, and then the Perdomo's going on the front.
1: Yeah, the lighter's pretty slick, too. I mean, is that... It got, is. That, it's
0: that a is nice a, $50 lighter.
1: It's a flame. I mean, this is a torch. This is not a... My, my cigar... I my got a lighter. She's got a torch. So, yeah, it is. Um, there is a bit of a difference there. It's so. the
0: three flame torch, Bored you know?
1: It. Hers comes out blue. It does. And you can paint the house with it or burn it down. Mine <laughs> is a flame that you could just you just look good opening it up.
0: Yours is very, very
1: snazzy. It's classy. It's, it really is. It's classy. Because it I, I know me and I like classy things.
0: So. And I like free things, so this suited <laughs> me well.
1: So, how many cigars in all did you get?
0: Um,
1: You got a box, right? So, that was a box of, what, 20? 32.
0: 32
1: big ones. Box of 24 plus 8 free. Plus all the bonuses. Plus all the bonuses.
0: And not to mention I had cigar delivery day the day before that. And then that same day. And I had already stocked up my locker when I became a member. So, I mean, like I said, I probably got 100 right now. It's gonna take me a little bit to get uh, through. It. One, one day at a time. time. Week or two. Yeah, maybe.
1: one day at a time. That's uh, that's what they say. One day at a time. That's the uh, addicts' uh, daily. One day at a time. That's all we got to get through. Not tomorrow. Not today. The, the that's just today. So. Yep. Yeah, and the support group. I, you know, again, making sure that you know who in your group of friends. I mean, and, and having those goals because when you, after you realize who you are and you have that self identification process. And then you say, okay, this is the goal I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a lot easier because then you can talk to your friends and say, do you think I can be a neurosurgeon or, right. a, or whatever? I mean, or a nurse or if you're thinking of a career change. I mean, right. that's, a, that's a big a big thing to do, especially oh, yeah. in this day and age. Everybody's changing careers or sure. looking for a new job or anything else like that. you got to identify what you're good at, what you want to do. So how do you create, as the kids would say, how are you going to live your best life? Right. Right. I mean, so first the first problem with that statement is you've got a what life do you want? Right.
0: (laughs) What is your best life?
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, You know, and and you ignore money because money is always an issue. Um, I mean, that's always going to be a thing. And If you're doing what you really like and you're in a a profession or a vocation that you enjoy and you you get up in the morning, I mean, there's a lot of peace to that. And you're going to be good at it. Yeah, because if you're into it, you're going to be good at it. Right. You're going to be like, you know what? I want to be this type of electrician. I want to do this right. kind of, you know, and this applies to um, all, all, all jobs. And
0: I don't 100% buy into the same, but I like it anyway. And I'll kind of dig into this a little bit deeper. But there's the saying, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. I mean, that's true to a certain extent. If you love what you're doing, you're not going to mind doing it. Now, are all. you going to work? Yes. Sure. You're going to work hard. And you're going to work really hard because you love what you're doing. But, yeah, saying's true enough as far as it goes.
1: Well, and that's, uh, you know, and Lisa came to the law and I came to the law as a second career. I mean, these were career moves. Mm-hmm. So, and as previously indicated, you just not made a lawyer overnight. And then, right. then the problem, at least using that, uh, you, what kind of lawyer do you want to be? I mean, right. there's a thousand different areas of <laughs> right. law that you can, you can get into and, you know The part of trying something new is you can, like Lisa was trying criminal law, she can in she can try criminal law with the safety of knowing that she's not going to screw it up and she's going to uh, do everything that she needs to do. And then at the end of it, she can say, you know, I really like that. Right. Or she can say, I didn't like that at all. And those right. are both valuable pieces of information because it's okay to go through something and be like, well, I, I didn't like that. Sure. I didn't like that at all. Sure. Because you still know.
0: And I mean, you may experiment and find, whoa, wait a minute. I'm really good at this and I actually really, really enjoy this. And you did not see that coming whatsoever. The kind of law that I do the most of, never thought I would be practicing this. I intended to do cyber law, which that's and sexy and exciting and there's not a lot of cyber law cases as pretty much as law, anywhere. As much as
1: the law can be. I mean, let's right. be honest.
0: Well, here's the reason there's not a lot of cyber law. So, say that somebody comes to Wes and they're like, you know what? i I need representation. I've got criminal charges stemming out of harassing somebody on Facebook. Well how happens
1: is the, every day. Happens every all day. All the time.
0: How is Wes going to run that? As a cyber law case or as a criminal case? A criminal. It's criminal charges. So, you know, there's cyber law elements and all kinds of stuff. But there just aren't a ton of cyber law. True, pure cyber law cases out there. So, you know, I still love it. I still would very much enjoy it. That was kind of the plan all through law school. And then, I just fell into the practice area where I do the bulk of my work, and it's like, I'm really good at this, and I actually kind of dig it.
1: Because you kept an open mind. That's another, yeah, that's another big. Oh yeah. Big big element of your support. Totally. Group, is you're going to find support in people you may not have found support in, uh, or at least at first blush. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the coming from the perspective of why not is very different than a perspective of why. Sure. Uh, Because the why is, why should I do this? Sure. And really the question is, why should I not do this? Right. Um, You know, given your current situation. I mean, again, applying this to almost any vocation or trade, uh, you have the ability to be good at it. Right. And especially if you're into it like that. um, And you might get into the vocation and you might find yourself, let me try this aspect, Mm -hmm. which is what you did. It is. And then you were like, oh, I really liked it.
0: Well, honestly, it started as, here's a quick way to make money. I can work and I can get paid in this particular area doing very small, limited tasks. But as I do them, I became familiar with the whole overall process of doing that. And then I figured out what that side of it, it was always representing plaintiffs. I figured out what the plaintiffs were going to be doing, so... I flipped it, and now I'm on defense. Same type of cases, and I know what they're going to do already. I've seen every aspect of the way a trial or a case goes, and, you know, I got comfortable with it. And like I said, I figured out that I was very good at it.
1: Because you had the open mind.
0: I had the open mind. And that's key. So I'm going to take it down a notch. I mean, your support network can come from anywhere. I remember, I'm having my house worked on right now, and I remember having conversations with my contractor. And I'm like, I've got this problem, there's this particular issue, and I can't figure out how to solve that. There's this issue, I can't figure out how to solve that.
1: You're renovating a bathroom.
0: Currently, yes. And he's like, okay, well, what about we do this with issue one, and this with issue two and we start experimenting and trying different things and over the span of an afternoon we solve at least two major problems that i could not figure out on my own and i had been worrying about them for approximately a year and no
1: solutions on my end but in an afternoon
0: yeah working with someone and well what if we do this i mean we had an issue yesterday where needed one particular little bracket. They don't make these brackets anymore.
1: (laughs) It's always the case.
0: Well, it's for a clawfoot tub. And the feet for antique clawfoot tubs are, all of them are different. So you can't just get replacement feet. It has to be for that exact tub. Well, I don't know who made the tub. It's over 100 years old. It's probably, honestly, about 130 years old. And... So, there's no way of figuring out where these feet came from, who made the tub, any of that. So, without those brackets, it's harder for the feet to stay on. Well, I don't, wanna, I don't want the whole tub to shift while I'm using it.
1: Right. You so need to have a structurally sound tub.
0: We start talking through different solutions. Well, what if we use clay and make a mold and pour aluminum in there or smash some JB weld in there and custom make our own? and, you know, started talking through it more, speaking about it with my daughter, who is also part of my support network. And she's like, oh yeah, I can draw this in CAD and then we can 3D print it. And, you know, we've got this perfect solution, very modern solution, to an antique clawfoot tub problem that it just popped up, but three people working on it got it solved.
1: Part of your support group. mm mm-hmm. Because you're uh admitting that you hit a block mm-hmm. so you're admitting hey, i need help mm-hmm. i you know I've that vulnerability right you're you've admitted you needed help you're in the process uh of saying you know i need the help well, how do i get the help let's talk through it so you yeah. you sought other opinions and then you talk it out
0: absolutely
1: and then through trial and error pow we've got ourselves a situation and now we're on a game plan right yep for what's going to happen next so that's good so do you have a timeline
0: Timeline for Completion? the No. <laughs> you know what? He's a great guy, he works really hard and this bathroom has been in the process of being renovated for about a year and a half now.
1: You get no time limits here.
0: No, I'm you know, I'm so happy that I finally have a floor, the tub is probably going in next week. I mean, it's coming along as it needs to. And until then, it's all good.
1: Because it's not your only bathroom. It's not my only bathroom.
0: (laughs) There would be a a really, really strict timeline on it if it was my only one.
1: Right, there's some impetus if it's your only bathroom. And that's something that I think most people can relate to is the renovation of a house project. I mean, you've got this idea that you want to renovate a kitchen or a bathroom and you go in. or I've done both. (laughs) Or you want to finish a basement. I mean, that's always... A popular thing, too. And then you, uh, you've you got an idea in your head. You're like, and then you've got a thousand things that come up. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a thousand things that you come up with. And you, you know, you build your team and you work through it. And, right. And that's how it goes. And then same thing for the emotional aspect. I mean, you've got, um, you know, you go through a tough spot in life. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going through a unique position. Uh, and, and then you can rely on your friends and say, ah, this is what I went through. Yeah. You know, this is what I'm going through. And they're either going to be like, you know, I went through that, too.
0: Right. Or vice versa. I've told several people that I'm a divorce doula. You have the midwives and the doctors and people hire doulas to, well, what can I expect when I give birth? And that's called a doula. Well, I'm the divorce doula from my friends. I'm like, all right, so here's what you can expect if you're getting divorced. This may happen. I hope it doesn't. This probably will happen.
1: Huge major life event in the divorce is.
0: Yeah. It's going to be unfortunate when it happens, but you need to be prepared for it. And, you know, just walk them through it. And I can't make them hurt any less. I can just say, calm down. You're not the only person who's gone through this. If you've got any questions, I'm happy to help you. Otherwise, and I really mean that. Otherwise, I'm going to leave you alone and let you tell me when you need me.
1: Right, and being open, and like you said, noting, hey, yeah, I care about you. Yeah, here, here, I'm open, I'm available, and you're not pushy. Right, you're not, you know, too overt. Right, and they know. And I hope, try not to be. Yeah, right, right. and that's that lends to your personality. Sure. So that's very, very important. Well, thank you again for listening to another Fire Things. I'm West. I'm Lisa. We are podcasting from the members only lounge in the cigar lodge in beautiful akron ohio lisa where can we find you
0: i'm intricate girl on instagram
1: you can find me at Jetset lawyer and we're gonna have some big news about our upcoming website soon big we know news. we've had a you clamoring for an amazon banner and we are going to pay attention to you so thanks again
0: bye guys